1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. We are at episode number 46. And today, Dane Acker, the right-handed pitcher in the Texas Ranger organization. He was part of the elvis Sanders trade. He's going to join us here from Kinston. No, the, he's in Arizona. He's a, Oh, he's in Arizona. That's right. Yeah. He's on the down-east uh, uh, roster, but he is in Arizona. He's coming yeah. back from Tommy John right. surgery. But before we get to Dane... We got to talk about the trade deadline's over in the big league club, and let's get to what's going on there.
2: Okay, uh, yeah, they didn't do anything. I mean, they, they traded Matt Bush. Uh, they got a nice, nice prospect, Antoine uh, Kelly. Um, I think that's kind of the centerpiece of the trade. I know it's a two-player trade. But Matthias is that his yeah, name? Mathias, Matthias. Matthias. Yeah. That's uh, you know, infielder. His birthday was uh, his birthday was the day after the deadline. So, uh, happy twenty eighth to him. You're traded. Yeah, uh, but uh, he. Uh, <laughs> You know he he has he has some big league time. He kind of fits into the utility role. It looks right. like so um, another one of those guys. But he's on the forty man, so uh, we will probably. I'd imagine. I'd imagine there's a chance we'll see him uh, this season. Um, but yeah. So yeah, and I, I think that was kind of a surprising trade to, to trade Matt Bush. Uh, I yeah, thought Matt,
1: Matt Moore Moore's what everybody thought was going to get. Been. Yeah, everybody
2: thought Matt Moore would go. Um, but look, Matt Bush has been great, mm-hmm. and um, you know not that Matt Moore hasn't. Um, so they got that done, you know. And then when we talked to to John Daniels, you were there, uh, yep. and, and Chris Young, they kind of talked about how they didn't get anything that matched the value for for more or for Martín Perez, and you know they were never going to trade Martín. I didn't think so. Uh, they 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 said that they want to have those two around, possibly work out extensions with them to to keep them around uh, beyond this season. I don't think Matt Moore would cost very much, and I don't think Martín would cost very much relative to the Free agent market, so they need to get that hammered down. You know, Martin. Martin, uh, uh, you know, it, he's been great all year. Obviously, right. The last two starts, he's pitched with purpose, and, and the purpose is he's trying to make a point. Hey, give me a contract extension. You Absolutely. can just kind of tell he's fired up. Um, in in Anaheim, he would get an out, and he'd kind of glance over to where the front office was sitting. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he 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 is showing them. The pitcher he is now and thinks he's going to be going forward, and I know you know there there are late bloomers. He's only thirty one, yeah. But yeah, he's got he is definitely yeah. he's definitely figured something out. And if you're the Rangers and you need starting pitching, and John Daniel said starting pitching is going to be the number one priority this offseason. Absolutely, get this guy while you have the exclusive negotiating rights. He wants to be here. Rangers want him. Mm-hmm. Uh There's probably some some club friendliness that Martine would agree to. So you know. Now's the business end of it, which yeah. ends
1: up a little... People can get a little sideways on the business part when you're thinking you should get it, but I still think the the Rangers do want yeah. him back, and he wants to be here. Worst case scenario, they can make a qualifying offer. He'll, what, make $18, 19000000 if he takes it. Other than that, yeah. I think he thinks he can get a better deal. And the compensation on that is, is probably better than anything they thought they were getting.
2: Sure, and, and you know... That's right. You know the the comp pick is is after the first round, so it's it's you know thirty one to forty range. Absolutely. Uh, look, the guy behind you, Cole Reagans, was a comp pick. Yep. Uh, when when Giovanni Garrado, um the Rangers offered him the uh, the qualifying offer after fifteen, he turned it down and up signing with the Orioles, and uh, so the Rangers got a pick, and the guy they got was Cole Reagans. Yeah. And uh, so so. You know, Cole's making his, his major league debut tonight. We're shooting this on a Thursday. Yep, we'll be there. And um anyway, so that that's the kind of player you would get, a major league caliber caliber player, but you would rather have Martin Perez. And yep. and and everybody in the organization says that. They're not looking to get a, a, a darn draft pick. They're they want Martin Perez. They want
1: Martin Perez. And and a couple of other of those comp comp picks like that too. Joey Gallo was one of those picks. So was uh so was uh, Davis Wenzel. Yeah, um,
2: yeah, they acquired that pick from the Brewers. They traded... Uh, right, uh, but uh, it was a comp pick. It yeah. was an
1: after-the-first-round pick. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we talked about trade deadline. Gray, that's the bad news of the whole week. Yeah, On a team that's it's struggling for starting pitching right now, Kind of, we we knew this was going to be here. They've only got really two good starters that you can really trust. Dane Dunning's been pretty trustworthy, but yeah. but other than that, you you, you trust Gray, you trust uh, Perez, and now Gray's going to be down four to six weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I would not be surprised if this was a season ender. Honestly, I mean, it, it just it's, at this point, you know, why rushing back? Why rushing record? back? Absolutely. Uh, why, if there's any uncertainty, why do it? You know, now you want him to rehab it so that he can have a full off-season so he can get into his off-season healthy. So go through the process. But if there's two weeks left and when he's finally ready, what, is, what does two or three starts do for him? Exactly. Uh, what does it do for the team? Is it worth the risk? So I think that uh, we may not see him again. I, now, on the flip side, we very well may see him again. If sure. he's, if he is ready within the, the four-week window, yeah, that gives him a month. He can come back. He doesn't have to pitch a ton of innings. You know, they can just right. build him up and, and again, Give him the kind of reassurance that everything's healthy, that he can go into the off season like he normally would, right. and then be ready for uh, for for opening well, the start of spring training, not not opening day, the start of spring training.
1: Sure. And he, and he told us after the game too, it's something he's never felt before. They said any bright side to this, he goes, it's not my arm. Yeah, he goes. It's not my arm. I mean, sure. this is something I felt tried to tried to struggle through it for a couple pitches afterwards because he'd never felt anything like that before. Yeah, and so you know that's good. And and why why rush? That's a good point, like you said. So with that being said, Cole Reagan's is coming up. Cole yep. Reagan's going to get yep. a shot. Yep, there are a few other guys, not just pitchers down there. Who do you think we might see coming up here in the next couple of months?
2: Yeah, you know, I I you know from a prospect perspective, I think uh, Yuri Rodriguez will come up. I think that's you know. The, Gary's the, been yeah. The, the used the bullpen, to be a starter. The, but the he's bullpen like close to hundred. Yeah, he said a hundred a couple of times. The bullpen obviously needs help. Sure. And and you might as well you know, what what, what is it? Uh, the insanity and you know repeating everything yeah. and, uh, whatever it is, uh, it's it's to that point. You yeah. got to try something new and your yard Rodriguez would would be something new. He's on the forty man roster, so you don't have to clear a spot. Right. So that's good. You know, I don't know if you'll see like. John King again, you know, or maybe, maybe you will. They have to earn it, though, and it's, and it's not like they've been pitching. That's what Chris Young said. They haven't necessarily been pitching great down there, right. so, you know, you got to earn it. Um, and, and then I, I think, you know, Bubba Thompson at some point has to get cleared.
1: Yeah, I think that's coming, too.
2: I mean, it, you know, they. I think we talked about it the other day, or maybe in the last show, they're talking about, you know, they've been saying, well, we need to see bad back qualities. Well, look, each month, his walks have gone up and his strikeouts have gone down and he's hitting 300 at So you can't yeah. tell me that a guy hitting 300 is not having good at bats. Exactly. You know, a good at bat is a hit. That's a great at bat. And he's having those 30% of the time, it seems like. So yep. I, I would, I would expect that he comes up, you know, there there's uncertainty in left field. You know, I, you know, they, they've been playing Cole Calhoun and Brad Miller's on his way back. Um, you he know
1: what, a, I think he had a home run last night He Frisco. did, Yeah,
2: you, you know what they're capable of. You you know that player. Right. Um, you know Calhoun's probably not going to be back. Miller is under contract. Get get Bubba up and give him a chance. Absolutely. You know, see what it looks like. The 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 speed is spectacular, you know, on the bases. Uh you know, he, he's
1: But he's he's such a good defender too. He's think a very good defender, yeah. Think of that outfield right now with Leote Tavares in center, you got Garcia on right and Bubba in left offense aside that defense right there is a good defense sure that is a athletically good defense well
2: and in the at this ballpark it's a big outfield yep and you need you need guys like that I mean you know say what you will about the Astros and their sign stealing they had a terrific defensive outfield those years Yep. so you know they caught everything yep and that's kind of where you want your outfield defense to be especially in a big ballpark so um that wouldn't surprise me at all uh and, and and you know beyond that i don't i think Cole Wynn still might get a look josh young i think definitely gets called up once he's healthy uh and and, and goes to triple a and hits for a couple weeks i i just can't see that not happening he's not the, not
1: now especially he's playing defense um, right. we didn't you know the whole thing was he's going to come back from this he'll be here by august and he'll be dh in the, but he's playing defense
2: yeah and and even if he can only dh even if that's all they want to do great yeah, get him up and get
1: him some maybe. Yeah, because
2: you know he's Rule Five eligible. So you're gonna have uh, so, to put so him on. So you got to put him on. Might as well do it now. Do it now. Yeah,
1: absolutely, I agree. Anything else before we get Dane in? Here?
2: Well, you know, I do think I do think Dallas keichel is another guy who we're probably going to see. Just you know, part of the reason the bullpen has been not good is because they have to work so much. Yep. And yeah, you know, Dallas keichel has had a really bad year. um <laughs> There's just no other way to, to say it. I mean, it, it, but he pitched well the other night at Round Rock. Um, he has a chance to give you innings, and yep. and you know Glenn Otto has been giving you five, but he's throwing a lot of pitches. And, right. And same thing with Spencer Howard throwing a lot of pitches in five innings. If they if they get to five, yep. You know, at some point they're gonna have to push him beyond that and take or, the beating, or I they're, mean, or they're gonna have to find a guy who can do it. And yep. and you know Dallas Keuchel, you don't owe him, you don't owe him anything. You would have to create a roster spot for him, but right, um, it might be just one of those moves. Hey, we got to get through the season,
1: and and they're holding on to it now. But at some point, they could put John Gray on the sixty-day IL and create the forty-man spot. Yeah, but they're not; they're going to hold on to that as long as they can without sure. There's some other guys that could be DFA'd before that. You know, I did want to bring up one interesting point before we get out of here, and I, I just noticed my note on it. Um, for the first time that I've that that since he's been here. There was a little question about whether Woodward's job is totally secure for next year. That's the first time I've ever felt that. Did you feel that when we Uh, that question? You asked the question. Yeah,
2: I asked if you know what's your. I don't. I think I said evaluation, and and John Daniel said, "Well, we've been kind of tied up, so we don't have a recent evaluation." And um, you know, he John Daniel said, "Look, no one person is to blame for this, and if anybody is, it's me and Chris Young." Right. Which I completely agree with, and you know. But again, it, you just got to go back to this team was not the expectation of this team was not to contend. No. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know, everybody knows what they did in the off season, and so that raised expectations. Sure. but if you and paid, they
0: started
1: off okay.
2: If you paid attention to everything that was said in the off season and spring training, that was it. And of yep. course, of course, the, the manager is going to say, "Oh, you know, well, I, we're we're." gonna win the expectation is to win yeah we want to win we want to compete now but also it was like we need to learn how to win and we you know these young guys we're still developing guys we need the minor leagues to come through 2023 is our window okay those are all the things you don't really have to read between the lines you just had to listen to it right to tell you that yeah this season was not to be a contender and they're not they've had some you know they've had some awful losses. You know, yep. you, you know the, the bullpen giving away games late, the defense making a costly mistake that leads to a run that ends up beating them. Yep. But um, I, I can't. I just can't blame the manager for this. And and you know your bullpen management. All right, great. Question is bullpen management. Look at what he has to choose from every so night. He's
1: got about three guys he trusts really. Three and, f- or four. and first
2: of all, you don't have all eight guys every night. Right. Right. You have guys that are have thrown two days in a row, or guys that you don't want to pitch back to back, and, guys, are, two days and guys that you don't want to pitch at all. Like you know Garrett Richards. Garrett yeah. Richards really doesn't have much purpose on this team right now. Yep. And and um, you know I know he pitched Monday when when Gray got hurt and left, and he it's kind of a you know valiant effort for a guy who hadn't pitched in so long. He gave three innings, um, but. Those were his first three innings, and it's what seemed like since the entire Yeah. <laughs> after the All Star break. So, um, I, I don't. I if you criticize the manager for bullpen decisions, you've got to look at what's available every night to yeah. him and realize that you know this isn't these aren't the nasty boys for the Reds. You know, in nineteen ninety. You know? yeah. this, this is not necessarily the the best bullpen you're ever going to put together. Right, and it needs to be better. And when it when it's been good, it's been it's been good. You know, but right now. There's no margin for error, and there are no real real great options.
1: And, and the reason I even brought it up, they kind of, it was weird how they kind of answered that question. I've said all along, next year, Chris Woodward's seat should be hot. This is a team they expect to play. They should be better to do yeah. that. But I've said all along this year, and I'm not trying to say, I don't know if Chris Woodward is the answer to this team when they're competing again. I don't know yet. But I can tell you right now, I've made this little funny quip all along. You can't go to a chef and give him the ingredients for a grilled cheese sandwich and then be pissed off when he doesn't bring you a steak. Yeah, I mean that's just very simple. He doesn't have he doesn't have meat back there. He's having to deal with what he has. Yeah, and then someone tried to say, "Well, there's some badass grilled cheese sandwiches," and I'm like, "There are, but they don't win World <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Series. Steak wins World Series, yeah. right?" Yeah. I mean, so uh, so that's exactly right. But anyway, that was just I had to bring that up before we got out of here. Let's get Dane in here in just a second. Anything else before we get to Dane?
2: No, just. Uh
1: Five
2: ninety nine a month at RangersDay dot uh, Texas uh, 99 Five ninety nine a month, sixty a year. Uh, I wrote I I wrote a pretty good story. I, I don't like to pat myself on the shoulder very often, but uh, go read the Cole Reagan story I wrote today. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's it it's about how the organization is so excited for what he's been through and talked to, to uh, Tommy John, to Matt Hagan, who's the AAA manager, but was his first manager. Uh, and and Jeff Andrews, who's his pitching coach last year, and is, they, they've known him forever. They all know the story, and they're all. Uh, it's 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 a it's a big deal for Cole. Obviously, he deserves all the credit, but the organization, uh, a lot of a lot of people helped helped get him to this point and it's a it's a win for the organization
1: go go watch the uh go watch the episode of cole reagan's too and i'll tweet it out later today but go watch it listen to him he's a fantastic kid and we've said all along everyone we've had on has been fantastic yeah but man cole reagan's just a great kid a great story i'm super excited to be out there we're going to be out there tonight we we, this won't be out before that but anyway let's get dane in here sounds good so we're going to go to dane Okay, guys, and joining us right now from from Surprise, Arizona, where he is uh, still in the uh, Arizona Complex League, probably heading out to one of the minor league affiliates. It's right-hand pitcher Dane Acker, part of the Elvis anders
2: trade. Dane, how's it going, buddy?
3: It's going good. It's going good. Ready to ready to get out. Ready to get playing finally.
2: <laughs> so let, let's let's you had the surgery, Tommy John, in in May of twenty one. Yes. How long have you been in Arizona
3: I have been here since let's see I had surgery may 26 then I got out here about a week and a half after so beginning of June of last year uh, been out here pretty much the whole time every now and then get a little get a little break go back home see some family but for for the most part been out here the whole time
2: yeah you know uh the I think the Rangers started training there in, in 2003 and and I, I wasn't there, but you know, all, the, all, the, all the reporters who were there said, like, the only place to go drink beer was, like, at Applebee's, and, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, there just wasn't a lot. Surprise isn't bad. Now, I, I give it a lot of crap, but surprise is okay. I don't, I mean, what are your thoughts of Surprise Arizona? It's hard, it's hard to get in trouble and surprise. Yep. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's the one thing. Yeah, exactly, but all all these years, you never really hear of anybody getting in trouble and surprise uh, like from the, you know, from a team perspective. And uh, it doesn't happen a lot anyway, but it does happen occasionally, but surprise is pretty much yeah. You know, it's a it's an older community. A lot of golf courses, a lot of retirement, a lot of retired folks, a lot of heat. They they eat lunch early and they eat dinner early. Places closed okay. down Everything early. Everything
3: shut down relatively pretty early as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, it, so, um, yeah, but like you said, you're, you're. I think. I think the lights at the end of the tunnel. It seems like you're going to be on an airplane pretty soon, headed out. Um, how How has the, the the now that you're pitching in games? How How has it been? How do you feel? I think uh, you've made three, if I'm not mistaken, and number four is coming up coming up tomorrow.
3: Yes, tomorrow. Yeah. So, how you, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, pretty excited. Just trying to stay calm, you know, uh, knowing that it's time. It's getting close to getting time out of here. Um, just trying to still fit, like, still get outs tomorrow. You know, I throw tomorrow, so I still got to focus on what I got to do tomorrow instead of what I'm what's coming up in a week or two weeks and what I'm getting out of here. I got to still focus on just making a good start, getting getting outs and keeping the team in the game what if even though it's the azl you know it's it's still they're still trying to win the championship sure. you know they're still playing so i'm just i'm just trying to help them get a win as much as i can on my day that is the start
2: so it, it, your, your your last one uh three innings uh lo- looked the, the the pitching line looked good how how was the stuff
3: oh uh, the stuff was good um first thing i was a little overthrown but was still in the zone had my first walk, unfortunately. I'm, I'm trying to, trying to get, get out of here with no walks, but that, that's done. But um, it was good. Just the first inning was a little more uh, pitches. Was, they had some good ABs and a, and a walk in there. So I threw like 20 pitches or so. And then the second and third inning was a lot better. I think I threw 17 pitches through the second and third inning. So single-digit pitches in both inning. Yeah. And, uh was just really just trying to attack the zone with, with every pitch I had.
2: So when when I was there, I saw you pitch on the boy. It was the twenty second, I think, uh, against the Dodgers, uh, complex league team. I saw I went over to the super secret computer where they have all the the pitch data. saw some saw some ninety fours and 95s, saw saw some pretty good spin on your on your breaking ball. Um, where Where. Where, where where are you most comfortable sitting velocity wise i know I, we know we know you can get up high but what where is 94.95 like you where you where you like to sit
3: yeah right now 94.95 i'm i'm fine with that you know um hopefully continue to get better and it'll get higher um but it, it's kind of whatever that day whatever it's feeling good some days yeah. it'll feel good at 96 some days it's better at 94.95 it's just kind of how it plays and how you're uh, commanding it Commanding it that day.
2: Can can you reach back? And you, like, I'm sure you can, but how do you reach back and get a couple more ex, extra miles per hour? Because they could make a difference. You know, like late late in the start when you're emptying the tank.
3: Yeah, uh, mostly with it's more so with two strikes. You know, you got you got two strikes on a guy. You kind of get a little anxious and amped up there. So uh, it's just I don't know if it's a little extra oomph or what it is that you can, I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe how, how you're getting that extra too. I think it's just, you know, you have two strikes, so you just, you put a little bit more into it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, I guess my frame of reference for that is always Justin Verlander because, you know, he'll, he'll start out a game 90, 91 to 93. Then all of a sudden he's at 94, 95, and then wham, he gets you with a 98. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, it's just like he, he just knows he has it. And, uh, and of course, he's almost forty. Right. He's pitched for a long time, so I'm sure he knows his body is. Well, he know he knows what he's capable of, and what a year he's having. But yeah. it just that's kind of always been like the guy. I Remember when the Rangers would encounter him in '11 uh, on the way to the World mm-hmm. Series? He just had he just had that extra. And he
1: described it funny too. He would say, "You know, I like to sit 93, 96, but I got 99 in my back pocket." Yeah. That's like, what he used to say. Like, oh, so do you got 99 in your back pocket,
3: Dane? He knows him, and so do the hitters. They they have to know that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: okay. So, what what are your goals here when you do go out to an affiliate? Uh, you know, I, I know you're on the Down East roster now, but I think I think Hickory's probably uh, more likely for you. A little a little more polished than than uh, a low A guy. What what are your goals for this season, other than staying healthy?
3: Um. Yeah. Just you know. Just. Picking up my innings, um, that, that's a really big emphasis here. Um, just covering however many innings I have that day. I know I'll still, when I leave, I'll still have a little little um, weekly progression of how many innings and pitches I can go. So really just being able to cover those innings because I already know the bullpen is going to have to be used a little bit more on the day I start. Mm-hmm. Um, just since I do have a, have a little line that I can only go. And so I'm really just covering those innings and not making them come in before they have to, uh, and then just, just finishing it, you know, I haven't, haven't been able to finish a season since before COVID starts started because of of COVID and then now because of surgery. So it'll be fun to be able to, I know I didn't start the season, everybody else did, but it'd be nice to just finish the season finally.
2: Well, and that's something else you got to guard against. I mean, you're going to have some adrenaline. I mean, I know, you know, it's, it's, it's not it's not you know a three deck stadium, but it's still a game that counts and then um so you know that's another reason why they kind of dial you back because they don't want you to get too amped up too soon sure. so absolutely I don't know i i I couldn't imagine being in your shoes how excited I'd be and not just for leaving Arizona, but to get back to my job absolutely you know? yeah so it's, good for
3: it's, it's, it's very exciting and it's <laughs> yeah it is sometimes it is hard to. Contain the excitement, uh, especially like the first outing. It was kind of you just want to go out there, and you got I had the butterflies for the first time in 15 months. You know, so it, it was a yeah. nice it was a nice feeling to finally have that feeling back and just be on the mound and see somebody up there that that's trying to hit a home run or hit it over the fence or do something bad against you. <laughs>
2: exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it, it, I, you brought up an interesting point on your own, but your your last year of college was the COVID year. Uh, and then, and then you made two starts the next year with, with, uh, uh, down east and then had, had your injury. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I when's it, how many innings did you throw in 19? I mean, cause that's really the last, I guess, I don't want to say measuring stick, but the last time you had like a real low, uh, workload.
3: Yeah. 19. I want to say, cause that was when I was at, uh, San Jack junior college. So I think it was. Around seventy-five to eighty-five, somewhere in that range. Okay. Yeah, um, I can't. That feels like so long ago. I can't even remember. I think it was. Wrong. It does feel a long time ago. Golly,
2: <laughs> feels a lot more than three years. I'm I- no kidding. Yeah. Um, all right. So the the rehab process uh, it, it's it's especially uh, relevant now because Cole Reagans is making his major league debut uh, later later today tonight. Um, and and nobody knows the rehab process in Arizona like Cole Reagan's who had who had the you know two Tommy Johns. Uh kind of he he's talked about the importance of Keith Comstock and and getting you guys through those those grinding days when all you can do is take PFPs or you get to throw the ball like five times and then have to go and 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 do a bunch of monotonous stuff. How do you get through it?
3: First of all, I'd like to tell Cole uh congratulations. I mean, we all, everybody here pretty much knows, yeah, he's gone through two of these and it's been, a, it was a long road for him. And so it just to see him get to that level, get up to the big leagues, you know, I've been rooting for him. I, I've only known him for a year and a half, uh, but I've, I've heard of it and I've kind of been through the same process and he's been through it two times as long as I have. So that's, that's definitely, that's awesome. And congratulations to him, but yeah, the, uh, the rehab process is it's long and it's kind of very monotonous uh I kind of would look at it a week to week and right, I was looking at it kind of a week to week basis and month to month basis you know the first first six weeks you're in the brace um so that's not that you can't really do much except see how how straight or how bent you can get your arm <laughs> um and then so after that it was kind of just a continue to lengthen it and straighten it and just try to get your range of mobility back, uh, mm-hmm. in your arm for the first really 10 weeks. And then once you get to like week 15, I believe that's when you, the first time you get to start really lifting with your arm and they get, they start you out with, with 10 pounds. And it's like, dang, that kind of <laughs> hurts. You know, this, this is, this is 10 pounds. It should be easy, but, um, but, uh, and then you slowly, slowly build up, um, week by week there. And then I think week um, eighteen or nineteen is when you get to you get to actually start. You have a four, four day uh, week lift program, and mm-hmm. so that's when you really hit the hit the weight room hard okay. and just finally get to start using your whole right side. Because everything before that was you're just doing left left side stuff for upper body, um, and then so after that you get you slowly. I think week twenty is when you'll get to start your throwing progression, but it's it's kind of like a med ball where you throw some med balls against the wall very lightly and then once you get to week 26 that's your that's your first week of week of throwing Mm -hmm. um a baseball and so that that was that was exciting you know that's what you're looking forward to for six months before all right um, working to so that's that's definitely exciting but it's also kind of a little anxious you know the first time you throw you you feel so out of sync it's just you feel almost like a robot that's (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't know how to do it, but it, it, it comes back slowly. Yeah. Even the guys that are here now that are, are at that, at that mark, I just try to let them know like, Hey, it's, it's a process. Like I've always told this and I thought the same way you did, it's going to come back. Just give it some time. Just continue to stay in the process.
2: Yeah. All, all you guys have is each other. I mean, you know, and, and you know, it, it's a, it's a big team. It's a big Know, kind of a brotherhood they're the rehab guys y'all wear the rehab shirts and
3: um, we're, we're, we're red red group but that's anyway, right the red <laughs> absolutely group. we yeah, saw absolutely. it when we were out
1: there in spring yeah yeah
3: No. I, mean, I, was, I'm, I was lucky enough to have um, Kyle Cody and Matt Wivenis and Scott Engler and uh, Noah Brimmer they're all here and they've most of them have been through the Tommy John process yeah already so and then having having Kami here Keith Comstock he's He's awesome. He he knows it all. He's been through so many different things. So, and just falling back and asking them questions uh, just throughout my process has really helped as well.
2: I, I saw I saw him. I didn't talk to him uh, uh, when I was there a couple of weeks ago. It looks like he needs to rehab his knee. He's gonna, he he limping around. He, he was limping around a
3: little bit. Oh, you don't don't tell him that. He, he he's fine. He he ain't gonna do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, this is this is kind of the point in the show where I uh, hand it over to John. John, I ask the obviously, obviously the, the hard hitting, yes, excruciating sir. baseball questions. John, John here, he uh, he mixes it up. A I get bit. I get to
1: more of the fun stuff. So, all right, Dan, you're from Brenham, Texas. That's where you went to high school, right? Graduating in 2017. That's right. Did you play any other sports when you were in high school?
3: Uh, no, sir. When I got to high school, I just straight baseball.
1: Did you play any growing up? Did you play basketball, football, basketball, anything?
3: Basketball, soccer, football, all of it.
1: Baseball, though, was it once you got to the high school level?
3: Oh, yeah. That was that was always the main focus growing up. All the other sports were kind of the fun, like the just extra, but baseball was the the main focus.
1: Now, you originally out of high school, you committed to Rice. Now, I know you ended up playing at Sand Jack and you ended up at uh, drafted out of Oklahoma. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. When you went to Rice, was there any other school you were considering before Rice?
3: Um, no, not really. Uh, that was just kind of my best, best option out of high school. I was kind of a late bloomer on the scene with um, baseball and everything like in the summer. So Rice was kind of the best, best offer in most sense that it made. So that's why I went there and uh, was happy to play, play there for the year that I was there. <laughs>
1: Then you end up going to San Jacinto. You you played there at San Jacinto College. uh, And then you get drafted out of San Jacinto College in the, let's see, the 23rd round by Arizona. Later, you get drafted in the fourth round out of Oklahoma. You go from San Jack, you go to Oklahoma. You get drafted in the fourth round out of Oklahoma. Okay, we want to go back to the first year you're drafted, 23rd round. I mean, obviously you weren't in New York or where they were this year. You weren't sitting there at the table. How did you find out? You got drafted. Who, who called you and how'd that go down?
3: Um. So I was actually, I remember this. I was at my grandparents' house. I, me and my sister just went over there to, you know, because it was right after the season. I had been at school for six, five months, you know. So I came back and I was just, I just went to my grandparents and was just hanging out with them. And then I, my, I started getting a bunch of texts on my phone. And so I, I look at my phone and everybody's saying, congrats, congrats. And, I had, I had no clue. I had told my agent previously, I was like, hey, just uh, just go, like, tell everybody no, like, I'm going to school. So I didn't think somebody would just draft me, even though I already said that. And then uh, I kind of scrolled through Twitter because I kind of had an idea. I didn't know what else I'd be getting told congrats for. Um, but so, yeah, I just kind of looked and saw it was the Diamondbacks. And I was like, okay, that's that's pretty cool. And then I told my grandparents there, they're, they didn't really know too much. Baseball has just been baseball, you know. It's not right. drafting or, like, going to school. And it's just for school, you know. So I told them, and they, they kind of got it after I explained it to them. And uh, But I, I had known, like, yeah, I'm still, still going to Oklahoma. And...
1: Hey, they took a flyer, thought that maybe they could throw a little money yeah. at you because sometimes that works out if something, you know, goes sideways between you and OU. So you end up going to OU. Now, this time it's different. Fourth round. Uh, out of the 2020 draft that's the short draft that was the one that was only five rounds so tell me about that draft where were you on that one i'm, I'm assuming you were somewhere because there wasn't a lot of activity going on at that time where were you in 2020 how'd you find out you'd been drafted
3: well so the the night before my one of my real good friends uh Cade cavalli he he's up in tulsa uh, yeah. and he' was, he was a first rounder for the nationals sure. that year yeah yeah and so i drove up to to tulsa um because they had a big party for him and I got to know him really well, so I was gonna miss that. But I, I knew the next day I kind of I needed to get home, and that's an eight-hour drive from Tulsa back home. So I knew I was I was getting up early that next morning just to, to get back home and uh, spend the time with my family. So uh, I think I got up at like seven, and I was on the road from seven to about I think four o'clock or so. Okay. Yeah. And so we, uh, I got home back then back in. I didn't really watch it. I was just kind of getting texts from my agent and all that stuff. Just told him to let me know. Um, so I was just watching a movie with me and my dad. And it was, my sister was doing something. My brother lives up in Dallas. My mom was somewhere else. So uh, I didn't want to – they were all busy. I'm not going to tell them, hey, don't – like, it's not a big deal. We can celebrate no. later. Um, so I just was kind of watching a movie. My dad was up there. He, I think he was scrolling through Twitter and looking up my name and different stuff just to see what's going on because I wasn't telling him anything and then my my agent called and said hey we got the a's fourth round this I said okay sweet um is it for sure <laughs> like everything's good he said yeah it's it's locked in you know and so I got off the phone and my dad's kind of sitting in the back he goes well what was that I said oh is he was just giving me some interesting stuff like telling me something and uh I said, it might be coming up. I'm not really sure. I don't, I'm not going to, I don't know what team just, I didn't want him to know. I do not want him to ruin the surprise yeah. for him. Yeah. Right. And so I, I just flipped it on the TV and, and, uh, he's sitting there, he's, he's going through it. He's the university and he's, uh, oh, that, no, next one. And he's just sitting there <laughs> really excited. And then he finally gets the A's and university of Oklahoma, Dane Acker and all that stuff. And it was, he, it was awesome. He was real excited. And it was, a, it was a great, great time for me and him just alone, uh, Cause I mean, me and him—that's what it—that's what it's been. We've always been sure. at the field and throwing yeah. it, and you know, it's been us too. So it was awesome nice. to get that time with him. That's yeah, that's, a, great. That, thats fantastic. That's pretty good one. Yeah. Now,
1: now, this is another one of my favorite ones. You're you are one that has had this happen, so it's always fun to ask this. So, you were part uh-huh. of the Elvis Anders trade. So you got traded here along along with. I mean, there was a big three. Oh, the Elvis was the was Chris it
2: Davis,
3: Jonah Heim, Jonah Heim, Acker, all of that that came.
1: So yeah. where were you at when that went down? How did you find out you were coming to the Texas Rangers?
3: I was, I was at the field. I was, I was just getting out of my truck about to go throw, and um, I, I was getting a call from Clearwater, Florida. And I usually I, I don't answer the phone, like, if I don't have the number. And so I was, because eh, I kind of had a feeling, honestly, that I had actually looked, like, previously, like, trade rumors at stuff, which I, I was, I just, uh, I knew the A's needed a lot of money. And then they needed a shortstop. And so you got to, they had to do something. And I didn't know like if I was a target or something, but, and so I had previously looked like a week before, didn't see anything. And then at the field, yeah, I got a phone call. I said, oh, I'm going to answer this one, like just in case. And I answered and It was uh, the assistant GM. I can't remember his name for the A's. And he said, hello, you haven't met. And um, <laughs> I said, okay, like, how's it going? He said, well, you, it's going good, but we've actually just traded you to the, uh, to the Texas Rangers in a deal for Elvis Andrews I said, Oh, okay. And just thanked him for pro ball and drafting me and all that stuff. And then yeah. uh, let me know that CY was going to, was going to call. And then as soon as I got off the phone with him, I get a phone, another phone call from CY and uh, just telling me congrats. We're excited to have you and all that good stuff. And then by then my phone was already blown up. I, I must've been one of the last ones to hear about it. And, <laughs> and text and phone calls and everything. And, I tried, at the end, I tried calling my dad and my agent. My dad was sleeping, and my agent was around his phone. And then, so I was like, "I'm just gonna go throw. I'll tell him later." And uh, uh, so I get back home. He's he's still sleeping on the couch. And I come in. I was like, "Hey, uh, I just got traded." He was what? <laughs> yeah, I'm a Texas Ranger now.
2: <laughs> well, but, if you're, I mean, if you're gonna be trading anybody, I mean, I guess I guess you would have wanted to stay ask, in your stay. Astros or Rangers. I mean, I, I,
1: yeah. Did you grow up an Astro fan? I did. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, so the the you know you the Astros, you know you, you had to go to their one of their rivals and get, come down <laughs> and hang with Texas. Now you're a Texas Ranger fan.
2: Yeah, but yeah, when you said you were at the field, I was thinking, oh, well, he was in Mesa, but I mean, that was the year that that, <sighs> yeah,
3: that minor league camp was was Oh, delayed. Yeah, that was it was February. It was February sixth. February. So yeah. I was still back before spring training.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I my I was at my son's uh youth basketball game, and I had taken him and my wife was coming later with our daughter and uh i got the i got the news and i was like uh, no she she was not going to come that's what it was she was yeah. not going to come i was like uh you got to come she's yeah. like why i was like well the rangers just traded elvis andrews i got i should have it. i should have said the rangers just got dane acker <laughs> i said the rangers <laughs> traded elvis andrews and i got to go home and write so yeah. she she came and i walked out as she was coming in and uh fortunately i don't think i missed anything on the hoop side but I remember that day. Yeah, you remember it too. I mean, not not quite as much as you, but I remember it.
1: It's exciting for you too. Okay, so outside of baseball, what do you like to do? Do you hunt, fish, play golf? You said something about playing golf. Uh, any, you know, what do you do when you're outside of baseball?
3: I I like I enjoy golfing and uh, fishing. Fishing kind of more more by myself. Most of my friends are they don't they don't really have the patience for fishing. Yeah. So fishing is kind of me and like my brother and maybe some other friends, but. Uh, I enjoy doing that. Like if I just go off by myself, find a little pond and go fishing, and then uh, golfing. Yeah, I I would kind of picked that up during COVID. Um, before, like I'd I'd go hit on the range, just waste some time, you know, waste some golf balls. But uh, then once COVID hit, that was pretty much all you could do was you're outside and you go golfing. So I actually got a set of clubs and then started started taking it a little bit seri- more serious. And then it's just, it's definitely nice uh, just to kind of get your mind off of other stuff to just go out there and try to hit the ball straight, which most of the time it's not going to go straight, but we can try.
2: Take your mind off of the worlds and get really, really pissed at
3: a golf yeah, get ball. get really
2: pissed at a little <laughs> white ball you're chasing around. Hey, so uh, what's your handicap? Is it, I know
1: that Cole Wynn's a pretty good golfer. Are you Are you in his level or are you just out even, there?
3: I'm not even sure. I, I had a big break. They finally started letting us golf out here uh, uh, from rehab. So I was, I was getting – I'd I'd say pretty good for myself, but for Cole now, Cole's Cole's way above me uh, with that. So I think my last time I off before I got hurt, I shot an eighty-four. That'll work, and which I mean I I was happy with. You know, it's it's still like fifteen over par or whatever, but yeah, that's fine. Eighty-five was good, and then I finally probably two weeks ago or so, I think I shot an eighty-five, and that's the best score I've had since having surgery. I've only played a few times, but uh, definitely definitely not near the level of Cole or like, Owen, Owen White. So they're, they're definitely a lot better than I am.
2: You know, what time do you tee off out there? I mean, you got to get up early, right? Early,
3: yeah. See the, the heat. That's the thing. Like, it doesn't really bother me. I am fine with going out at 11 or 12 and then right. just going through the heat of the day, getting done around two or three. Uh, so it doesn't, doesn't really bother me too much.
2: Oh, is it? Is anybody on the course?
3: No, that's the other thing that's nice is like most of the time that time it's not going to be too packed. So usually you're playing a quicker round of golf, and that's the pace of play is nice. It's it's tough when you're just backed up behind oh, three different groups right. and you're Absolutely. just sitting waiting.
2: I I you know it, you know it gets hot here, and uh, when I was younger before I had my wife and kids, I would I would go play at three o'clock in
1: the afternoon. Yeah,
2: yeah. I just grab my clubs. I'd probably play 36. I'd I'd start at a t- tee off at 11, have a Gatorade and something to eat, and then keep going. But I would I would try to drink a a bottle of water a whole. Yep. So I would drink 18 b- bottles of water, <laughs> but I wouldn't go to the bathroom. Now nah, you'd be sweating it off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah you that's know i've t- been too much information that's i don't really, know I mean, you talk about shooting 84 i think i shot 81 and then when we started the back nine <laughs> <I> started- <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck 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 i'm laughing there no I'm, I'm i think that's probably about the best i've ever shot it's probably an 84 85 i'm old though i don't hit it as hard as you guys okay favorite food what kind of food's your favorite food
3: favorite food oh i have to say quesadilla
2: Ooh. that's interesting he's all from right. texas
1: too so he gets tex-mex that's
3: right yeah the little chicken and cheese quesadilla that's that's all i need where do you
2: go get a quesadilla in in, in, in surprise arizona
3: oh what's the rio mirage rio cafe rio,
2: yeah rio mirage rio mirage yes. right uh, yeah right they, there off they of have, they have like.
3: a nice they have a nice selection of kind of a tex-mex that's that's kind of my go-to out here uh <clears> is there they, they actually have a nice um oh what is it Steak fajita. Steak fajitas are very nice too.
2: They also have, and I I know you don't drink, giant margaritas.
3: No. I've seen
1: those. I've seen
2: those. (laughs) I've only seen them. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So we got to get into your favorite fast food. So when you got to, whether it's back home, it's there, when you got to get something, you're on the run, what's your favorite fast food?
3: Oof. My favorite fast food. I'd have to say, Whataburger. Edible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Have you tried the uh In and Out, everybody, the big Texas guys? I mean try to say I, In and Out.
3: I, I, I don't mind it. I know there's kind it's of a difference between West Coast and like Texas just, but uh I, I don't mind it. I like the burgers, they're nice. The fries are a little iffy, but I I, I do I do like the burgers, not yeah. gonna lie.
1: But it but 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 you're a Texas boy like us. You you like Whataburger, that's the that's the winner. All
2: right. Have you ever been to Whataburger in Arizona?
3: Yeah, they actually just built a new one. Um Two miles from our. Oh, facility is that right?
2: Here. Oh, okay. Because I knew there's one down Bell, to- further toward uh the Mariners and Padres facility, and then there's one south off of. Uh, I think there's on one Field. off of
3: Waddell now. Oh, um, okay. Out by that big Costco.
2: Aha! Well, yeah. there you go. I didn't see it the other day as I was flying down the 303.
3: <laughs> I'm, su-
2: I'm surprised I've ever gotten a ticket on the 303, especially <laughs> now it used to be until probably five years ago, it was a two lane road um, and it was terrible. And ever since it's been a highway, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a game changer. Just, just, you know, you, you, you came in at the right time yeah. and like bell road, that bridge that goes over grand that used to be like the worst intersection in the country. It was awful. Awful. I mean, bell road ain't great, but. It's a lot better than it used to be. Not a lot of
3: lights. Okay. You get if you get lucky with the green lights, you can make it pretty quick. But you miss one, and you're you're there for 20 minutes. Now, yeah. this is a,
2: this is a very important question. Have you ever been to Booties?
3: I have not.
1: not oh
2: my god! All right. It's, well, it's, you,
1: it's not a topless <laughs> joint. It's a it's actually a little wing place, right? It's a wing. yeah
2: wings and wings and burgers right off of there, off of uh, Reams and Bell. Um, it's good. You'll like it. It's, yeah, it's really good. good. Anyway, that's that's the that's the baseball rider hangout in the uh, in in spring training. So, uh, they they take care of you. So, they 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 like they like riders and they they know when players are there. So they'll they'll take care of you. So, if you like wings, that's your place. We got to get Booties to sponsor them. I mentioned them. I mentioned them probably. Dude, we other didn't other get a show. sponsor. It's right. kind of pathetic. But
1: all right, last food question is your favorite home cooked meal and who cooks it? Does mom cook it? You know gra- grandma who what's your favorite home cooked meal and who cooks it
3: um could i could i make a both grandma and mom sure yeah absolutely yeah, yeah, sure we don't my grandma makes some good um fried chicken with some uh corn and sweet rice and every time I, every time i'm home and at her house working doing something for you know uh she always asks you want lunch yeah yeah Nana, what you got she goes oh i'll make you." I make you chicken tenders, fried chicken tenders, and sweet rice and corn. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's perfect. That's definitely the best for her. And then my mom, oof, let's see. I just have to say the chicken parmesan. Uh, yeah. Just a nice, relatively quick, easy meal. She she makes it very nice.
1: And you can shovel it away. I'm assuming. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I think I think Dane. No, no, I mean, but you're lean and mean, man. You're not. I mean, there's. Yeah, there, you can't. I I, could, I couldn't see an ounce of fat on you. Not that I was looking, but you know, like if you look at me, and, I've if actually you put like,
3: a lot of weight on, man, since I've been out here. if you, <laughs> if you look at me and what about John. 15?
2: Well, yeah, but it's healthy weight. If yeah, you look yeah, at, If you look just, at John and me, it's like, all right, these guys don't yeah. do anything. But
1: I'm an old fat guy. So are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> but yeah,
2: but I, and I, again, and I say this pretty much every other show. Baseball players eat so much. Oh, the keep it's un- the energy It's, it's, it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. yeah, working out what they're doing, the, the heat out there too. Got to have energy. David Murphy was telling us about yeah. that when he yeah. was on, former Ranger great and all of that. So last question, we're going to let you get back to it before we see you somewhere out, in, out into the uh, minor league system and you get away from Arizona. This is the one that we've gotten some great answers, and we love this question. It's what is something that nobody knows about Dane Acker? And let me give you some examples because we'd love to point these out. Jack Leiter, I don't know if you knew this, he hates peanut butter. Can't stand peanut butter. Uh, Davis Wenzel got his finger cut off. He did. Uh, Let's see, who was the other one that runs around naked? Blaine Krim liked to run around and hit baseballs naked when he was a kid. Um, What is something nobody knows about Dane Acker?
3: Um, I, okay. Well, since they were going with the younger version, uh, I'll go, I threw a golf club at my brother one time, missed and hit a wind, hit, broke our window.
1: <laughs> you probably got no trouble over that. Did
3: you? Oh no. I, I, I think I had, that was the first time I had to pay for pay for something that I broke. <laughs>
2: what, what 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 prompted the club from? yeah was this an older brother or a younger brother
3: older brother I've an older brother and we were played we don't even know where we got the golf clubs from but I just remember <laughs> we had little soft like wiffle balls and uh we just went out to the front yard and we were out we were all right we're gonna go for this tree first one of that tree wins and he probably cheated or something got me mad I don't see why no I doubt he get cheated. so mad if I just if I just lost uh and he didn't cheat but and then so he was he was letting me have it and uh he was kind of running around the yard and stuff, and I got mad and slung it at him, and it went went that way, and he was over this way. and The <laughs> house is that way, so one of the front one of the front windows just right through it.
1: Oh goodness! I can only imagine how mom and dad felt about that. Oh yeah, goodness. it was
3: it was one of those that I was I was not ready to go inside, and <laughs> I, I did that.
2: I'm glad your controls improved since then. Yes, yes. me too. <laughs> <laughs> So hey. what, what was the bill? What was the bill on this window?
3: Oh, I want to say they made me pay like 200 bucks or something. It was probably more than that, but yeah. uh, I want to say all I had was $200. I wasn't <laughs> very old, so it was either $200 or a lot of mowing and weed eating and weed pulling.
1: You
2: paid for you it. Prob- you we- probably got that also. Yeah, I mean, yeah I, uh, you paid for guess.
3: it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right.
1: Well, Jeff, anything else before we let him get back to it?
2: No, but uh, as always, uh, thanks for stopping down. I mean, I know you're probably about an hour and a half from going to the field maybe maybe a little sooner but um you know to get up and, and get out of bed i know i know ball players like to sleep a little later but we really appreciate you coming on and uh, again last week thanks for your time it was good meeting you and uh, got a story com- coming up on you so um don't mess it up <laughs> <laughs>
3: I got you. I'll
1: try it out, too. All right, Dane. That. That's Dane Acker, right-hand pitcher for the Texas Ranger. Dane, Dane, good luck in the next start, and thanks for joining us, buddy.
3: Yes, thank you for having me.
1: All right. All right, see you, man.
3: Roxo Media House is a streaming and production company located in Fort Worth, Texas. From video to podcast production and social media broadcasting, Roxo Media House strives to deliver a dynamic media experience for clients and fans. With 15 shows, we have something for the whole family. Join the Roxo Media community today. All
1: right, a big thanks to Dane Acker for stopping down with us. And speaking of Dane Acker and the minor leagues, it's time to go down in the bus leagues. Let's talk about the minor leagues, what's going on there. Arizona Complex League, they are playing. Josh yeah. Young's playing there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A couple of big names over there. Davis
2: Wenzel was there, but he he's back in Round Rock now. Um, Kyle Cody. Everybody remembers Kyle, a good guy. I talked to him a couple weeks ago, right before I talked to Dane. Actually, so he actually
1: had some good big league stuff when he came up. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He <clears throat> and you know, he he made the there was talk that he'd be in the the rotation to start twenty twenty one. He ended yep. up in the bullpen, and um, I am going to have something on him coming up soon. Okay, um, just kind of his road back and what's what's in store for for Kyle Cody. Um, but anyway, yeah, that that ACL team. They not, they
1: not the knee Arizona Complex League
2: they won 16 in a row oh my gosh they're good they actually won the game that I was at and then lost the next night to end the streak so it wasn't my fault <laughs> nope um, there for it. but anyway that's a real good team and and, and last week I wrote about at, at rangersday.com four uh teenagers from from Latin America who are who are like the, the stars of the team and Gutierrez, uh, yeah, Anthony Anthony Gutierrez who the Rangers just think they have got a Really, really good player. Uh, so, anyway, yep. A lot. It, 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 it's 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 interesting. You know, it's uh, the team this year is mostly kids from Latin America. Now, now that the draft picks have signed, some That'll of them some of them in. will go there. Uh, the roster will be changing. Guys are going to get moved to down east. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would think Daniel Cueva, who I wrote about. Yeah. I think uh, I he's think, leading the whole team. I think Gutierrez him. has a chance more. Uh, Morobell bell Moro, uh has a chance He's
1: hitting very well too
2: uh you know the, he he's they're reworking his swing trying to get some lift in and so that he hits b- more balls in the air because he has really good exit velocities but uh, it's, it's an interesting thing i would always wanted to go out there for for what was used to be the arizona rookie league right um just to see what their days are like and, yep. and you know they don't spend a lot of time outside fortunately for them but um it's it's an interesting interesting uh, dynamic that that you don't get to see a lot. It's, right. it's just got kind of a different feel. It's it's kind of like spring training, but not quite. So anyway, um, good team there. Um, down East, we'll go down to Down, down East.
1: Down East, forty-seven and fifty overall. They're fourteen and seventeen in the second half. One and nine in their last ten. They're, yeah, they're struggling a bit, a but they've had bit. some promos come out of there. Uh, current streak, they've lost six in a row. Um, these are the babies. I call them that. The, the youngsters, man. These yeah. are the little ones, and and it's more about learning how to play every day. Get you know, the yeah. grind
2: of a season. Yeah. Well, you know, they go, they go through stretches and you know, all teams go through these stretches. I mean, Mitch Bratt uh, pitched the other day and uh former guest of ours who'd been, been so good. Uh, he, you know, he gave up no earned runs, but he you know ended up getting the loss because uh, you know, some errors made behind him. Sure. You know, it's still, a, there's still some good pitchers there, but yeah, they're, they're young guys. You know, that's where Cam Colley and Ian Muller are. Uh, that's where, like I just said, some of these ACL guys are going to end up. So. Um, with, with with young players, you get a lot of inconsistency, sure. and you got to ride, ride it up and down. And uh, right now, it's kind of in a down.
1: Yeah, and you and, and I've always said this: you don't pay attention to ERAs when you're that low. I mean, you do a little bit, but there's sometimes there are balls that are hit that don't get. They, right, they they become right, hits right. because the, the kid in the field doesn't make the play. We're in the big leagues. They're going to make that play. Sure. So it, that that happens all the time. It's more about how many strikeouts they have it, as yeah, compared and how it's going. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a good one. Hickory that's high A fifty two and forty six. They're fourteen and eight in the second half. Five and five in their last ten. They've won three in a row. Yeah. Um, this is throughout most of it. There's a couple of promotions that have happened, but they've been about one of the best teams in the system with the most loaded young talent.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was either them or Frisco. Pro- right. Probably Hickory, just because the the pitchers that they had to start the year um, were it was a, it was a heck of a rotation. Yeah, and, and not all of them have moved on, um, but uh, it's still a, it's still a good rotation. TK Roby's been pitching better. Um, you know, Larson Kindercz had a rough one. His first real bad start since yeah, that was being just promoted the from down east. But uh, you know, this team still has. Uh, Evan Carter, yep. who had a, who's so still a good player. So JC, uh, obviously there you know Hover, who who I think is a, a good player. So uh, you you got you got talent there. Yep. And but but they did they did just lose two big guys yep. uh, this last week, and one of them is on the screen behind me. Yeah, uh, Luis at Acuna, the infielder. He left there, batting 300 with a 900 OPS. Guy steals bases, hits for power. He does a lot. Great fielder. Uh, we were watching the other night. We yeah. made the nice diving play, so yep, um, well, well deserved. And also, Aaron Zavala has joined him at 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 Frisco and has gone off to a great start. You know, his first game, first game, he drew two walks. You know, that's 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 been his calling card: his right. his patience at the plate, his strike zone recognition. Uh, he does not chase; he just doesn't chase. And um, so, I think I think for his first game to walk twice, I think that was pretty important. And, you know, last night he hit his first home run, had a couple doubles. doubles. Yeah. So um,
1: here's what I've said about this guy. And I've thought this all along. And this is the truth. So I think some of the issues he had down in, in, in Hickory, the pitchers don't have quite as much control. He is a disciplined guy at the plate. But yeah. what you like to see, he's up in a league now where they throw more strikes. He's he's laying off and he's taking the walks, but he's actually barreling the balls when they're in the zone. Yeah. This is a guy to watch. I mean, this guy, if he finishes the season like he started at Double A, going into next season – that's a guy that's going to be in the big leagues at some
2: point. Maybe, yeah. Uh, you know, he. I'm predicting it. All right. It. <laughs> no, he he had a slow start, uh, but but the, the on base percentage was, was always, always there. there. Yeah. The the power kind of came gradually, and then he hit six home runs in July. Right. You know, b- before he was promoted here, just the, just what, last weekend. So, right. um, it, it it's like he's putting it all together. He's a he was a great college hitter. Yep. Uh, packed. 12th player of the offensive player of the year, second round pick. So obviously he's talented. The question is if is, is you know, is the power going to come? And it looks like it, it's there, but um nice left-handed bat. And uh, you always use one. You always use a couple of them.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Frisco 53 and 45, uh, 17 and 12 during the second half. They're seven and three in their last 10. They've won four in a row. They're on a little bit of yeah. a streak. Uh, that's where Zavala and Acuna are. That we just right, talked about right, that. Right. That uh, they, I mean, all around Frisco's been good pretty much all year.
2: Yeah, yeah. and uh, Jack Leiter had a good start. Uh, his last time out through a lot of strikes. Um, I think I think I, I was talking to Jeff Andrews about Cole Reagans, and uh, he had like a 20 pitch first inning, and then went through like 20 pitches over the next three. So he he was in the strike zone, which is which has been a bit of a, a, a deal for for him he was you know competitive um so that's that's good and I think I, I don't know if I said this on the last show or not <clears throat> but I think that kamar rocker just being in the organization his old college buddy yeah is is going to uh fire him up fire him up a little bit Owen white being there I know Owen's uh currently getting a little getting a little rest for a little yeah. shoulder fatigue but um I, I think th- having those two I think he's he's gonna get a push and uh you know not that the other guys weren't pushing him but um, it just seems like they're a little more com- competitive, maybe yeah. have a little more fire to them. And, and maybe that's something else that Jack needed. But all the, it, I think all the pieces are going to come together for him. And then as we go to talk about Round Rock, I think the same thing's going to happen with Cole Wynn.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to give a, a big shout out to Eddie Kelly. He's the photographer that shoots all the games for AA and AAA for, for the Rangers. And uh, he's become followers of us. He likes yeah. us and does that. And he texts
2: me, he makes these
1: ribs, apparently. They're really good and all of yeah, that. Yeah,
2: Davis Wenzel loves them.
1: Yeah, Davis Wenzel. But everyone that's had it this week, he had, Dustin Harris had some. He hit a home okay. run. Blaine Krim had some. He hit me a home too, run. I said, too, dude, you right. need to have the team over. You need to start having a weekly cookout coming into the series. <laughs> and uh, Eddie, thanks for keeping me informed. He always sends me a couple of fun pictures he takes, too. He's really good. But he's a big follower and a fan of us. Yeah, so big, okay. big shout-out to Eddie. Uh, let's go into the AAA. They're 55-46, and 7-3 and three in their last 10. They've won the last one. Um, you know, this is where Reagan's was. Cohen is. Um, yeah. the, the guys here are the ones, Bubba Thompson, Right. Um, we heard a weird story while well ago about Bubba. We're gonna find that out in a little bit later. But a
2: uh, weird, a weird story that he might be getting called up. They not like, getting called up, I Like a could... weird story that he got arrested for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> walking down the street naked or something. Yeah, yeah nothing like... like that. No, no. Yeah.
1: He uh, uh, somebody said that. Uh, I'm not gonna say who. And he actually said the guy took it down now. But who knows? It could have been a friend that said. We'll find out. We're gonna be at the stadium here in a little bit. But uh, anything else about Round Rock? Uh,
2: yeah, the Cole, Cole wins last start was really encouraging. Yes, it was. It
1: was actually good. Nine strikeouts and five innings. Right.
2: Eights. He was. He was. He was aggressive in the strike zone. That was something that they've talked to him about. Uh, look, this guy. You got two more months to to make it to the major leagues, and that was his goal all along. You know, back in uh, when we had him on the show, I think it was December, right before Christmas, uh, or maybe it was right after Christmas. Yeah. One of the two, I think it's before. Anyway, he said, you know, obviously his goal was to reach the major leagues. And a lot of us, and myself included, thought that he would already be in the rotation yep. at, the, at this point. Because um, there's openings to yeah. be had. Yeah. And he, he's not, but that doesn't mean he can't be. And again, yeah, he he is also a Rule Five guy, who you know you're going to put him on the forty man. There's you, just you, yeah, no they're doubt not going to let it. him go. No. no doubt. So if if he's pitching well, might as well do it in season. Um, do it in September. Get him up. Give him a taste. Give him something to to. You know, a, a carrot. Yep. Throw, throw him the carrot, and give him the taste, and then yank it away and say, "All right, go to spring training and earn it back."
1: Absolutely, absolutely. That and, and I, I, I honestly uh-uh. agree with you on that one. I think, I think with what he's done, they're they want to see what he did on his last start, two or three more starts. But yeah. man, again, with John Gray down four to six weeks, yeah. with what's going on with Spencer Howard and Glenn Otto, there are spots to be taken on this big league staff. There are. If you are someone like Cohen, who is a top prospect, go go shove. And I think you'll be up here.
2: Yeah, and and one thing to consider, uh, I don't know, I, I don't remember if we talked about this with Cole uh, either on camera or if it was separate. But these guys are going to hit their innings limits at some point. Yes, Cole's already at ninety four. Yeah, Cole Reagan is at ninety four. Eighty last year through eighty last year, right? So that is definitely something the Rangers are going to monitor. Um, and then Cole Wynn, who I don't think he got to ninety last year, as I recall. He you know he's also going to be kind of in that that area where. You don't want them to use too many bullets. So it'll be interesting to see. Maybe they uh, come
1: up in tandem a little bit. Or yeah, yeah,
2: who knows. But uh, I think change is afoot. Uh, possibly Bubba Thompson coming up here soon. He's been so good at AAA, and uh, we, t- yeah, we talked <laughs> about that already. And yeah. Don't get me going again. But uh, before before we close our minor league segment here, uh, behind you is Kamar Rocker. We're going to see him. Uh, he's he's him. about to be introduced here uh, at the ballpark, uh, signed for 5.2 million as the, the number three overall choice. He's been at the ballpark. We saw him Monday and, yep. and, um, you know, we, we knew he was a big guy. You know, you he, can, you read the bio. He's six five two Uh, that is, that is an impressive figure.
1: And he's a lot, you know, i up close. I noticed he is in a lot better shape than he was at, at Vanderbilt.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but he looks lean and mean. I mean, oh I am, I'm, I'm sure he was in fine shape at Vanderbilt, but, um, it's it's impressive, and um, just curious curious to see what they say if he's going to pitch again. I I really, if I had to predict, I know uh, the news will be out here after after this show hits uh, hits the airwaves. But um, I think he will pitch this year. I, do uh, I don't think Brock you. Porter will pitch. He's introduced tomorrow.
1: He's had sixty eight innings or something already. But
2: so. I think that I think that Kamar Rocker will will, will pitch, uh, and definitely I would think he would pitch an instructs. Yep. But. Um, Anyway, I see him pitching.
1: I think that's it. We got to yeah. get out here. We got to get to the stadium. Guys, don't forget uh Rangers today, 5.99 a month, uh $60 for the year, $35 for a little 6-month subscription, get yep. you the rest of yep. the season yep. going into all the winter stuff that you're going to go into. You get some of that. So get on there and join it. Hit the subscribe button. We're over 700 now. Climbing up that ladder quickly. Had had a couple of good videos go out there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those we had a couple videos about uh Vince Corey Cullen. Seager and, and Charlie Culberson talking about their uh, encounters with with uh, Vin Scully, who passed away the other night. Um, Condolences pre- good. to the Dodgers whole organization. Yeah, yeah. What a great well, man! and in baseball, really. I mean, it's a it, big a, a big loss. He's ninety four, but. Uh, boy, he was in the game for 67 years. <laughs> man, when I was Good a kid, Lord. I'm older than Jeff. I'm, I'm not going to make guy. it to 67, I, man.
1: I can remember this week in baseball and those games, and that was the voice I heard on all those games I used to watch back when the Rangers were never on TV yeah, in, the, 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 in the late the 70s. National game, yeah. Yeah, all yeah, of that. Sure. So. Anyway. And, and of
2: course, Cowboys fans will remember that he called the, the catch play. The, yep. the, the Dw- Joe Montana, Dwight Clark. So, um, anyway he was great
1: interesting to that but guys we're gonna get out of here um we'll be back at it Uh, we'll be out at the ballpark today we're gonna have another good episode coming up next week in a few weeks don't know if it's next week or after that mike ronner the old gray wolf has decided to come on we're gonna he is the keeper of the great game and gave the old ballpark the name the temple he wants to sit down and talk a little baseball and do that it's gonna be fun to have him on until then guys we'll see you at the yard
0: Roxo Media House.